Uh, We have something unique planned for today. Typically what we do is a message based on the scripture where we preach and teach and those kinds of things. And uh, today we thought since we were all coming back together as one, uh, we want to do something unique. And what we're going to do is we're, we're going to turn it over to Mr. Jeff Wall, who is one of our elders here at the church, and he will guide us from this point on. So would you welcome Jeff to the front this morning? Hello. Yes, I am Jeff, and he is right. This is a very unique uh, Sunday. Don't get comfortable in your chairs because you're going to be moving and shifting around, looking around a whole bunch. Okay? So, first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about this graphic. How many of you remember this graphic? Oh, yes, good. Because we've been speaking over the last six weeks. Okay? JR has led us through empowered to serve, talking about the Holy Spirit, okay? What I would like you to do is open your Bible, if you have one, I'll also have it on the screen, to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, okay? And what I want to do, I'm not going to dig in too great into 1 Corinthians chapter 12, but I want to point out a few things here. So he has already addressed... He has already addressed spiritual gifts, what they are, what they do, what they're for, how we use them, how God blesses them with us. But I want to point out in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the first section, 1 through 11, addresses... Oh, please work. Oh, I have to turn on. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The first section is summed up in verses 4 through 6 here. Now, these are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit, and there are varieties of service, but the same Lord, and there are varieties of activities, but it's the same God who powers them all in everyone, okay? So he has given us gifts, and we all have different gifts, but he gives us all gifts, And then he goes on to talk about what are those gifts. He mentioned some of the gifts, and there are lots of gifts mentioned throughout the entire New Testament that Paul and John and Peter and the other apostles mention throughout the New Testament. But then, starting in verse 12, he leads right from the gifts right into this section. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body, that would, not, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, and that would make it any less of a part of the body. But if the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing? And if the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. And the eye can't say to the hand, I have no need of you. Or again, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And on those parts of the body that we think less honorable, we bestow the greater honor and our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our more presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it. So there may be no division in the body that all the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Now you, I just talked about the body. I just, the body, the physical body. And now he moves in. You are the body of Christ. And individual members of it. 
And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administering, and various types of tongues. Let me make some observations. It's kind of what I do about what we just talked about. Here's some observations. Oh, I missed part. Sorry. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, do all work miracles, do all possess? The answer is no. They don't. Okay? But earnestly desire the gift, the higher gifts. Here are the observations. The church is the body of Jesus. Number two, spiritual gifts must be activated in community. Every single one of us is necessary and important. It is vital that we have different giftings. We must be unified to function correctly. We must show care to and honor each other. The body has leaders appointed by God. So, what we're doing today is we're coming together just as Paul has suggested to honor one another for the things that we do as a part of the body. We are coming together to recharge. We are reconnecting to recharge. I wrote this out. I was going to say it, but I figure I'd just read it off to you. In order for us to recharge, we must reconnect with each other. The Holy Spirit empowers our reconnecting and recharging. And in order for us to live out the gifts given to us through the Holy Spirit, we have to do it in community with each other. The last two years have been hard. I know that most of you have a phone. And you recognize this little graphic here, don't you? Mm-hmm. So I'm one of the guy. I'm one of those, like, if my if my phone falls below 75%, I start freaking out, okay? And then there's people like my son, Carter, who I swear his, his, his phone never gets above 25%. I don't know how you people do that. Our intention here today is to remind ourselves that we need to be recharged. We, we have to be recharged. And in order to do that, through the Holy Spirit... We have to do it in community, and we have to connect one another. And so, my intent, our intent, our intent today, we want to honor and recognize those serving the body in the church community. And we want to encourage you to reconnect through the Holy Spirit in community. You know what? That's a biblical message right there. That's a biblical message. Okay, so... What we're going to do is we're going to walk through and talk about different ministries, people serving. We can't cover everybody of what everybody else, what everyone does, but I want to touch on a few. The first thing that we're going to do is we're going to talk about men's ministry. Where is Ryan Dahlke? Is he here? He's not here. Okay. What a bummer. I want to talk about Ryan a little bit. I'm going to show him this afterwards. This is Ryan. Ryan was... One of our, he, he helped found the men's ministry. And at the end, at right, right around 2020, he had made plans to kind of step back and hand that over 
And then COVID hit and it kind of died. It was not his fault. But Ryan, Ryan was involved in all doing all sorts of stuff like um, uh, he did things called stud builders. He led retreats. He had groups. He had done all sorts of great stuff like that. And I just wanted to honor Ryan before we, we went on. Okay. I just wanted to thank him. He did a lot of, he was awesome. But it's a new season and it's a new thing. And we have kicked off Bob Wamsley. Okay. Where's Bob? Where are you? There he is. He's back there. Ever, I want you to turn to look at him. Stand up. Okay. All right, so Bob is now leading our men's ministry, and he kicked off our first event. Uh, Let me just read this to you. The men's ministry is dedicated to seeing men change and grow to become strong apprentices of Jesus through personal discipleship, accountability, and connection groups, Bible studies, community events, and more. Okay, so our first thing that we did is we had a smoke pit. It happened back in May. It was awesome. We expected about 40 guys, and we got double that, which was awesome. Okay, we relaunched with Bob as a leader. We ate all the food. We ate it all. It was gone. We didn't have anything left. We had, yeah, you're right. We did have a veggie tree. Yeah, okay. Yeah that, yeah, that doesn't count. Okay, so that was a fantastic event that we just kind of, we kind of kicked off. We met down here in the North 40 and we smoked a bunch of meat and ate, ate it and prayed together and hung out and Bob talked a little bit. So we're looking forward here to the future. Next thing that's happening, tailgate kickoff, September 8th. Okay, so what we're doing is we're doing the NFL season opener, which are the Rams Titans. We're going to meet here. We're going to do burgers, dogs, tailgate food. We're going to encourage and pray with each other during that time. Put it on your calendar. If you are of the male persuasion, you should come. It's going to be great. Even if you don't like football, we'll be doing other things like cornhole and stuff like that. Okay, put it on your calendar. September 8th, you want to come. If you want more information about the men's ministry, mounthelena.org slash men. You're going to see that website coming up again and again, mounthelena.org slash men. Okay, another thing that... uh, uh, Bob is playing Father's Conference. We're going to be coordinating with Regions Beyond USA October 6th through the 8th. Put it on your calendar. We're heading up uh, to Big Fork, and it's going to be like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Conference for guys talking about not only being fathers, but the father. I think everybody has a father, even a Heavenly Father. You want to make sure that you'll be there. Put it on your calendar. And then we also have some summer men's groups going on as well. If you want to connect, they're open to men 16 and above. There's accountability, Bible study community. We're rolling those in. Jason's going to talk a little bit more later on about our groups and things like that launching into the fall. But there are some, there are a few men's groups going on this summer. If you are interested, there's your guy right there, Bob. He wants, he wants you to get you plugged into a group. We want to get you plugged in regardless. Okay. All right. I want to mention Joe. Joe, stand up. Joe does not expect this. Okay, this is Joe. Joe Hayes. Now, Joe is not. Joe is not uh, officially. We have. I haven't. He he has no idea what I'm why, what I'm saying. But I want to recognize what he's doing with guys. He is helping men conquer their walk in purity and freedom with Christ. Joe, thank you. I I, I appreciate you. Thank you for all that you're doing. Okay. So if you are, if you, if that is a struggle for you, if walking with Jesus in your, in your sexual purity or anything like that, that's your man right there. You want to go come talk to Joe. Okay. All right, let's move on. The women. 
Here they are. This is Lynn, Joellen, and Melissa. Oh, it got cut off. Hayes. This is Joe's wife. Would, Melissa, would you stand up? Where's Lynn? Stand up. And uh, Joellen, is she here? Yep, there she is, right there. Okay, these three ladies. All right. Now, what are they doing? Well, Joellen... Go. Oh, okay. Uh, the mission is to build a community of women within the church to help them go a deeper walk with God while sharing each other's life journeys. Our vision is to be here, is to be there for each other, pray for each other, encourage each other, disciple each other, and to reach out to women today who will reach out to other women tomorrow. That is key for this ministry. Their goal is to disciple young women so that they will be leaders tomorrow. Okay? So, what are, what are they doing? Now, they have a long history. I just, Joella shared it with me, and I put it on the website, mounthelena.org slash women. If you want to read the history of what has been going on in the women's ministry, you can do it right there. But um, I'm not going to share that with you today. I just want to talk about a few things that they're doing right now. One thing, you had the coffee and conversation yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, it was a bummer. I kind of missed it. They are doing coffee and conversation this summer. Okay, and so it's open to women 18 and older. They do prayer, encouragement, discipleship, various days and locations. They meet in people's homes. They're coming together. I want you to get involved. I want you to get involved with the ministry, the women's ministry. And then there are upcoming events going on. They are planning a fall retreat. Uh, They are planning a bunch of other uh, ministry events that are upcoming. They're going to be working, uh, working in the groups area, etc. This is something that you want to get involved. Go to mounthelen.org slash women. You're going to find out more information. You can sign up to be a leader. You can sign up to get on their, their list to let that, let the, um, to let you know when there's some other events coming up. Okay. Next. That's me. Hey, thank you. Now my wife couldn't be here today. Um, but I put her picture up there. This is the marriage ministry. Did you know we had a marriage ministry? We do. All right. Now, now you do. Now you know. Okay. So what are we doing? We're dedicated to building, strengthening, and restoring couple relationships. That's what, that's what we're up to. Okay. So let me talk about a little bit about the focus of what we're doing. Okay. The main thing that Hillary and I have been involved in, and this also... We, we've had lots of different couples, and I just want to write, like, Ben and Beth Rivers, um, John and Colleen uh, Quigley, and Dale and Kareen Chafee, and um, there's been, oh, uh, Jason and Christine Canny. There have been lots of people that have been, but primarily what's happening right now is that J.R. and Janney, uh, Quigley, and Hillary and I are doing a, the, the heavy lifting for this right in this season. So there's some changes coming, thinking, because we can't keep doing this ourselves. So, Okay. What we do is we do a lot of mentoring and coaching, uh, pre-engaged mentoring, pre-marriage engaged mentoring, and marriage enrichment mentoring, along with crisis mentoring. So couples in crisis. If you are interested in coaching or being mentored in your relationship, this is for you. MountHelena.org slash marriage. There's all sorts of information on the website about how you go about doing that, um, how you sign up, if you're interested in getting married, if you want, you know, the pre-engagement, or if you're just like struggling in your marriage, or maybe you're like, we have a good marriage, but we would like a great marriage. This is for you. Okay. There's a whole process that you go through. You're fill out, fill out a bunch of stuff. Okay. Moving on. All right. We also do small groups, conferences, simulcast, date nights, dinners, and more. What happened? Where are all those events? Jeff, Jeff, where are all those events? Well, COVID kind of hit. 
and we kind of stopped doing with suing them. But that's no excuse, okay? Because we're going to go, and it's time to go. We mentioned this at in January. Was it January or February? February. We mentioned it in February that things were coming, and they are. Here we go. We are partnering with an organization called Communio, okay? It's a national organization whose objective is to help bring more souls to Christ by evangelizing and discipling relationships and marriage, okay? Starting on July 10th, something's going to happen. I want you to come. I want you to come on July 10th. You're like, well, Jeff, I'm not going to be here. That's okay. Let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to take a survey, a two-minute survey. It's kind of weird, but I'm going to ask you to bring your phone that day. Yeah. Bring your phone, and there's going to be a QR code. We'll also have paper surveys and stuff, and it's for every person here that is 16 and older, and we're going to ask you just a few questions like, uh, how old are you? And what's your relationship status, et cetera, et cetera. And we're going to use that information to begin kicking off some events. We're going to be planning for some fall events. Uh, marriage and family. So starting like early August, we're going to be getting a team together. We're going to get a team together. And, oh, Jillery. <laughs> what in the world? Is that my fault, Nick? Oh, it's Nick's fault. Nick's fault. I did not spell my, I have like this thing about, people spell my wife's name with two L's, and I get all bent out of shape about it. She doesn't, she doesn't care. And then, I know, and now it's a J. Okay. Whatever. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll fix that in post. Okay, so we want you to get involved. Are you kind of interested in... Are you just kind of interested in marriage, maybe relationships in general? This is for you. We might be reaching out to you. There's going to be a few of you, some of our leaders, and we have opinions. Jonas and Amy, you're, you're like first on my list. I'm coming to you to talk to you. So there's going to be a bunch of people I want to get together, and we're going to talk about what can we do to reach out to a community, to bring people in to this community, body and bless them and love them and care for them and care for their marriages. Okay. So that's coming. So get ready. Oh, my bad. I'm done. Now it's time for JR. He's going to talk about a few things. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Jeff's not done. He'll be back up here in a few minutes to uh, share some more things with you. But Jeff, thanks for sharing some of those. Um, one thing that's really exciting to me about today is hopefully you are becoming more aware of opportunities for you to connect and to be activated in your gifting or how you feel like God is leading you. There's lots of opportunity. There's a lot of uh, things going on. One of my friends uh, that was a part of the church years ago when he left, he said, you just want to work too much. I'm like, there's a lot of work to do. There's a lot of opportunity. So hopefully you are seeing opportunity for yourself to connect. And it's been so long since I used this clicker, I don't even know if it still works. Nope, I broke it. (laughs) Nick, can you take over for me? Thanks, buddy. All right, the the first team I want to bring to your attention is our uh, after-service prayer team, and we've been doing this for a number of years, but we really believe that uh, you should have the opportunity as a congregation to respond 
after a message, if, if, there, if there's uh, either during worship or during the message, if God is tugging on your heart, maybe he's convicting you of something, or maybe you just came in with something weighing on you, you're having difficult circumstances, we want to provide an opportunity for you to receive prayer. So every Sunday after service, we have an opportunity for you to receive prayer from our after service prayer team. And John and Heather Canny, John and Heather, are you here somewhere this morning? I don't see them, but I want to honor John and Heather today. They've been serving for a long time in this capacity, and we really appreciate them stepping in and doing so. But if you are interested in praying for people, you have a robust prayer life, or you have an interest in caring for people, there's opportunity for you to participate uh, in the after-service prayer. whether it's things like healing or more strength or you just need some breakthrough in your life, there's opportunity for that. And so there's quite a few people that have served on this, this team over the years, but I want to bring it to your attention to, today as an opportunity for you to serve and thank all of you that, that have been doing this over the years. We really appreciate you. The other team that I want to draw your attention to is our prophetic team, which is led by Jen Rebo. Jen is actually not in here this morning. She is in the kitchen and maybe even right now coming back from Van Thriftway with a bunch of chicken for you to eat after the service. So Jen is our administrator here on staff. She works very hard. But one of the things that she leads is our prophetic team. And we believe that the Holy Spirit is speaking and leading us. We've been talking about this in recent weeks. And sometimes God calls us to report what he is saying to others. And we believe that when you're praying for people, God can lead you uh, and and bring revelation to you for that person. So our prophetic team they, they do training and teaching on this. Uh, one of the things that's coming up this fall is our hearing from God training. So if you've been curious about this, you know, what does it mean to hear from God? What does it mean to hear from God to such an extent that I'm actually going to give it to somebody else? You know, maybe, maybe God's showed me something to, to give to somebody else. How do I do that? Is there a right way to go about it? What does the scripture say about it? How do we submit these things? You'll learn those kind of things in our hearing from God uh, group that's coming up in the fall. But our prophetic team, uh, you know, like when we do a baby dedication, they know ahead of time that we're going to be doing that. And so they're praying into uh, that child's life. And if God gives them something, they share it with us as a congregation. Perhaps you've witnessed that on a Sunday morning. Another way our prophetic team works is they serve as one of our prayer teams after service. And they'll be praying for people. Uh, our, we have some an, uh, ambitions for using our prophetic team with some of our other fellow regions beyond churches because they've got a lot of good training and a lot of good history and foundation that we are able to sow into some other congregations. Actually, we are also uh, have, have built a relationship with a church in Boulder, Montana, south of here, and they've gone down there and ministered to that leadership team a number of times, and again, it, that's about to happen uh, soon. So there's a lot of opportunity when it comes to the prophetic team. 1 Corinthians 14.3 says, But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. And in verse 4, the one who prophesies edifies the church. So this is the focus of the prophetic team, that as they serve the church, they want to be sharing encouragement and bring strength to the body of Christ. So if you're interested in getting connected with something like this, look for the group that's coming this fall, or talk to Jen, our lead administrator, um, sometime if you, if you want to make a connection there. Uh, I also want to draw your attention to our first impressions team. Uh, one of the most significant things about being a local church body is that there, there are people in the community that 
whether God starts to convict them and they start thinking they got to go to church or else there's people coming from other communities from other parts of the country moving into the area, which is happening rapidly right now in our area. People are looking for a place to connect. They want to find community. They want to make some new friends. And I often hear the testimony from newer people that it's very, very difficult to connect. It's hard to break into groups. You know, you walk in here today and almost all the seats are full. How is there room for me amongst these people? And one of the things our First Impressions team is about, these are the people that are greeting at the door. They're helping people connect. If you can't find the restroom, you don't know what to do with your kids. When you walk in the door, they're there. They are there to help people connect. It's more than just opening a door for somebody. It's more than just giving directions. It really is a heart to connect people to what we're doing. How can we make this easier for people? And we're still learning and we're still growing. How do we help people connect with the body of Christ? And our first impressions team is just that. They are people's first impression when they walk through the doors in the church. And we want, we want them to know we care and we want to get them connected. So I do want to recognize our lead uh, lead couples for our First Impressions team. We've got uh, Bob and Margaret Wamsley. Would you guys stand up, please? Bill and Rachel Haberman. Nate and Katie. Solberg. Nate's back in the sound booth. Katie's over here. And we've got Jay and Anita Shirley. Anita's here today. These guys are leading these teams on Sunday mornings to serve. Thank you so much for doing that. We really respect that you take the time to serve in that capacity. It's a very important part of what we do, is helping people connect. So if you are somebody that's like, hey, I, it's not a huge time commitment, but you're hospitable, you like to connect with people, you want to help them connect with who we are, you're going to want to talk to Jason Harris, our community life pastor. Jason oversees this ministry as a whole. And so you'll, you'll want to visit with him if you want to get connected with that. Um, lastly, I'm going to get us started talking about uh, MHCC Kids. MHCC Kids is one of the most significant things that we do as a church. And it is so, so important that, that this message of the gospel and, and the culture of the church gets passed from generation to generation. I think sometimes we slip into an unhealthy mindset that maybe they're just babysitting back there. They're not babysitting. These guys are bringing good instruction, great curriculum to our kids. They have a heart to see them connect with Jesus themselves. Uh, they're not an, they don't, we don't want them to be an afterthought. They are our next leaders as Jeff said. And so it's important and valuable that we have a quality MHCC Kids ministry here. And what I want to do, I, I want to recognize uh, Rebecca Harris. Sorry, Rebecca, would you stand up, please, very quickly? <laughs> Rebecca has... You could applaud for an hour, and it would not be enough, yeah. I guarantee you, for how much Rebecca has served... And Holly Dalkey has been serving with her. I assume since Ryan's not here, Holly's not here. Holly, are you in the room today? Holly's not here. Uh, Rebecca and Holly have been serving for years in this capacity and bringing excellence to our MHCC Kids Ministry. So, Rebecca, thank you very much. Uh, we really appreciate you. Uh, really looking forward to now what's next with our kids. And uh, Jason knows all about this much better than I do. So would you welcome Jason Harris to the pulpit this morning? Thanks, JR. Really do appreciate Rebecca and Holly who have been serving uh, for 13 years now in children's ministry in the leadership capacity there with some uh, other ladies who are currently still on the team. I want to... Uh, uh, 
bring those up on a slide for you as well. Currently serving back there and leading the team today is Julie Swanson. Uh, Corey and Julie uh, are leaders here at Mount Helena. Corey is an elder and Julie uh, has been leading that long as well back in children's ministry. Uh, Cassie Shirley is teaching in the large group this morning, uh, teaching the large group lesson back there to the older kids. And uh, she's new to the team, along with Samantha DePorter. Samantha, you may recognize, has been our nursery supervisor for some time now uh, back there in the nursery, as well as Joanna Johnson leads our kid check uh, communications and check-in system out there in the lobby. And Tasha Herman is a part of that team as well and has led an age group uh, for some time now. So I really appreciate those ladies who come together and form the leadership team of MHCC Kids uh, and and have the vision and the direction and pull together curriculum and supplies and communicate with volunteers and uh, want to continue to put out the vision and the heart of MHCC Kids, uh, which is very important. It's so important. Uh, I just want to share with you my last Sunday. I'm uh, an elder here at Mount Helena Community Church. Uh, I lead a small group with my wife. There's a number of ways that I'm involved here at Mount Helena, obviously. But as you could imagine, it's possible that teaching children's church one Sunday a month for one service could possibly, possibly become mundane or become a task or something that I do or just check off. But the last Sunday I was in children's church, I had a classroom full of girls, no boys, and they were eager and they were hungry to learn about God's word. And so I was teaching them about God's word and about a young king, a young man who became king of Israel at eight years old. And the kids were engaged and they wanted to learn how to look up scripture in the Bible. They wanted the empowerment to, they could read, and they wanted to learn for themselves how to look up the title of the, the book, how to look up the chapter, and how to look up the verse and read the scripture for themselves in the class and to one another. Do you know how motivating that is? Do you know how important that feels? When, I, when the girls leave and I share with their parents as they check them out, and I sit there for just a moment by myself before I clean up the supplies, and I just go, God, that was worth it. That was worth it. The feeling that those girls have leaving the classroom that Sunday morning, just coming to hear a Bible lesson, do an activity, check that hour off, but the empowerment they felt leaving that room, I love that. And it's important that God's children, all of us of all age, have that experience, that knowledge, and that ability to connect with God. That's what Children's Church is about, is about us empowering and passing on God's heart, God's scripture for their long life, that they would be empowered to connect with God. Amen? Yeah, so I want to share with you what's happening. Uh, right now, today, we're kicking off new curriculum for the summer. The toddlers are uh, learning about the attributes of God, 26 attributes going through the alphabet. Today, they're learning about how God is almighty, how he's all-powerful, and that he's all-powerful in their life as well. In addition, as a part of the curriculum, they're learning about prayer. And so each week, they'll pull out three things. They'll pull out an attribute of God and thank God and worship God in prayer together that he's all-powerful, that he's almighty today. And they'll also 
thank God for someone in their life by pulling out a little card. And then another card will help them uh, pray for someone who could use some help. And to pray for our church, to pray for our city, our community, for their mom and for their dad, for their brothers and their sisters. And so that's what we're doing in toddlers uh, this summer. Uh, the rest of the uh, kids from uh, uh, pre-K through fifth grade are in a curriculum called Splash uh, for the summer. They are, we have put together 13 wet and wild lessons involving water, uh, Bible stories that involve water uh, for the summer for them to be activated in. So uh, including we'll be doing some water experiments like taking a dandelion and dipping it in a cup of water and how you pull it out and how the dandelion with the puffed seed ball at the top is completely dry when it comes out of the water. If you haven't done that, you can go do that today, this afternoon at home, right? And uh, just see if Jason's full of it or not, right? But they are going to be going through 13 lessons together this summer. There's opportunity for them to memorize verses and to enter for uh, prizes midway through the summer and the end of the summer, like possibly even a pass to the Splash Water Park here. Uh, at Memorial Park. And so uh, it's great opportunity. I also want to finish uh, with this. Children's ministry is a great opportunity to connect here at Mount Helena, to get involved and to volunteer. We do need volunteers uh, teaching small groups. Uh, we've gone back to our, uh, when we first kicked off two services, our format for Children's Church was to gather as a small group in your age group uh, with a small group leader, and then to go to a large group lesson with all of the kids, which they are doing now, and then they're going to break up back into small group and have small group discussion and activity together. And so it's very engaging and connecting with them. You don't have to know all of the Bible. You don't have to be able to answer all the questions. You have to be able to ask questions and draw from them. Uh, we have leaders and teachers who are helping teach the lessons. You need to be able to help engage kids with the activity and with questions and draw from them. So Again, there's opportunity there. You can grab a stepping up card out in the lobby at any of the giving stations and fill that stepping up card out that you want to be involved in children's ministry or any of the other various ministries that are being shared with you today. If you want to get involved, we would love to meet you and help get you connected. Excellent. I'm going to introduce Nick. No, I also, yep. Sorry, I have one more. I forgot about groups. Uh, I'm supposed to share about groups as well. So in the last year, just since fall, uh, since fall, there have been 30 of these individual people who have helped offer 25 groups since September last year. Some of them have offered multiple groups, but they have provided opportunity for 143 people to participate in those groups since September last year. That's a great thing, isn't it? That is great. I'm super grateful for each one of these people on the screen who've helped offer that opportunity to connect through small groups. Some of the highlights. Uh, a group formed. We uh, took an initiative this spring to do uh, go groups. Uh, unfortunately, we only had five groups come out of that that actually did happen, but I do want to share some of the highlights from those five groups. Two ladies, uh, Chrissy Quigley and uh, Becky Voigt, came together with the idea of calling a group uh, Come to the Table, and they wanted to put together some form of a community dinner to help reach the community. They handed out, and teachers at Bryant School handed out 100 invitations to kids 
at Bryant School to come have a spaghetti dinner and be recognized for, uh, for behavior, for some, for some form of positive reinforcement uh, that they had been caught in at the school. Uh, they call it toodles, and uh, they had received a toodles as well as an invitation to come, and 80 people took them up on that and came to the table here at Mount Helena Community Church and had a great evening and a great dinner, thanks to them. A collective, another small group, went to Broadwater Elementary School and had a two-hour impact on the habitat there and replumbed the pond, trimmed up the trees and shrubs and uh, cut the grass and uh, picked up trash and branches and made the garden area, the habitat area at Broadwater School look phenomenal in two hours. In the rain together, those families did a great job together. Uh, real quickly, another archery group uh, demolitioned a cottage up at Intermountain Children's Home together. They uh, met every other week and shot archery together and then met up there at that cottage and uh, did the demo work for that cottage to be remodeled and uh, to be able to put uh, kids in again uh, this coming year. So grateful to them helping out with that. And uh, midweekers, just an example, Russell and Sherry Fruits are relatively new to Mount Helena Community Church. Having been one of those families who moved moved to Helena, they also really wanted to connect and had some experience as small group leaders and said, we want to offer this opportunity for others. So like them, they looked for people who had moved to Helena and who wanted to connect and offered it to anybody really, but have helped people connect here at Mount Helena and find communities, find small group together and be in the word together and be in prayer together and doing life together. Thank you, Russell and Sherry Fruits for continuing to do that throughout this summer with that group. I love it. I appreciate it. There's 250 people here today. In this auditorium, in those classrooms, out in the lobby, and it's important that everybody has an opportunity in multiple ways to connect and to belong to Mount Helena Community Church. Small groups, children's ministry, and these other teams help do that. Nick, would you come on up and share about your ministry teams? All right, I'm going to keep this brief because I want chicken and my throat is dry. Um, my name is Nick. I'm on staff here. My wife and I, Hannah, if you would stand up. Yes. We lead the uh, worship team here, and then I also run the media, anything in the media booth, basically. And uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, I want to take a second and just appreciate the new members of the team, the worship team that we've added. If Derek is here. I don't think he is because he's got his high school graduation party. Oh, he is. And Taylor, I know I saw you. Where's Taylor? There we go. So, so those two guys have really stepped up and kind of made themselves uncomfortable and made it clear that they were not comfortable, and we made them do it anyway. Uh, they stepped up to help serve on the team, which has been awesome. Um, it's been really great. They're awesome guys to know. So seriously, if you don't know them, I'm going to make them more uncomfortable and tell you to go introduce yourself to them uh, because they are great. Um, other than that, as far as the sound goes, we have had some uh, turbulent sound stuff probably about a year ago and have really focused on cleaning that up. And I cannot express enough how much I appreciate the sound guys that have come on board and put in so much extra time uh, really studying 
as weird as it may seem, we bought curriculum for them to go through, and it's, what, I think it's a 20-hour curriculum, and they've gone through it, and they've really moved beyond learning the basics of the soundboard and into getting the finer details taken care of. And it's no small thing, the worship and sound team, they're the first ones here any Sunday. Um, If they don't practice at home, which is not good, but if they don't practice at home, that's a seven-hour-per-week commitment every week that they're up. And most are up at least twice a week in addition to serving in other areas. So if you're on the worship or the sound team, would you please stand up? Come on. There we go. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Um, And the only other thing I'm going to share is about our media stuff. Ooh, am I alive? I'm on. Hi. Oh, I'm back, too. (laughs) Nice. All right. So uh, the media team handles all of the slideshows, the lyrics for worship. They do all of that, and they are pretty great. Uh, We've lost a couple team members back in the booth from, I think, two or three graduated high school and are moving away, and another couple of them have had kids or things like that. So we definitely have some need there. Uh, But they really, I mean, just like the worship team, they're here early. They stay all the way through the service, and we really appreciate them. I don't know how many are here at the moment. Yes, there's one there. And then, Ben, if you could stand up. And anybody else that I cannot see because my glasses are dirty? Uh, Karen, thank you. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. They really do put in quite a bit of work back there. Uh, help make things look good because I'm not that good at that. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is with the video stream in the sound booth. Uh, we've put in quite a bit of work to make that improve uh, over the last six months or so. Uh, And I think most excitingly, we've introduced uh, a platform called Church Online, and this allows us to be a lot more interactive with the online stream. People can request prayer during the service and pray with a live host. Um, People can chat with each other and uh, do a lot of things like that. And it might not seem like online really matters, but it does. It matters a lot. There are a lot of people who not only check out a live stream before they ever come in to a service because you want to make sure the church you're, not, uh, church you're going to isn't a bunch of weirdos, and we kind of trick them into thinking we're not when they're watching online. Uh, I think we've all been to a church that was full of a bunch of weirdos, and you're like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have gone that Sunday. Um, but also, so in a way, it's like the digital first impressions team. There have been a very significant number of new people to MHCC who watch a few online services before they ever uh, show up, and we want to make them comfortable and get an idea of who we are online. But we also have quite a few people who aren't from Montana at all, let alone Helena, that tune in at least every other week, usually every week. Um, And that's really awesome because we're expanding community with people that we otherwise wouldn't be able to reach. And these are people who have stepped up to give towards things that we're passionate about, like missions and things like that. Um, but they've also gotten connected as far as asking for prayer. And, uh, and it's awesome to be able to offer that to people who otherwise wouldn't have it. So I think that's really awesome. Our goal, just like in here on a Sunday, our goal online isn't to get as many people in here as we can. It's to activate and engage 
and disciple as many people as we can. And so this new platform really helps us do that a lot. And uh, it's got some cool features. You can uh, look up Bible verses while you're watching. You can take notes and download a PDF of your notes. There's all kinds of cool things to it. So I'm really happy to have that rolled out and be able to reach more people with it. So that is what I've got. My throat is super dry. The drum cage is hot. But here's Jeff. Great job. Good job. So I'd like to welcome all of those of you who showed up for the 11 o'clock service, the 1045 service. Welcome. Here we are. I know that there are several, I know that there are some that showed up for nine o'clock. I, I, I talked to them. So, uh, well, welcome back. I, I hope things are going okay. Uh, we're, we're not, we're going to extend a little bit longer. We don't need to, we don't need to get into chicken right now. I know Nick is hungry, but we can take about 10 more minutes. Okay. Um, Let's talk about our youth. All right. Taylor. Where's Taylor? There he is, Taylor. Tiffany. Where's Tiffany? Is Tiffany back there? There's Tiffany. There she is. And Jonas and Amy. There's Amy. Okay. I cannot, I cannot tell you how happy I am that these guys are leading our youth. It has been wonderful. We have had a great, we have had a, we had a great uh, team leading up into these current leaders. And I just want to honor and thank you and recognize you. We'll talk about you in a little bit, but they are, these guys are doing a great job. Okay. So a couple of, of our, of our volunteers, I asked Tiffany and I asked uh, Taylor, like, what, what do you want me to talk about? And they're like, I want you to talk. I want you to mention our volunteers. You have to. And put their names up there too. Okay. So, and I apologize. It's my fault if your name isn't mentioned. I, I, I'll take the thing. Uh, Ryan, who's not here, of course, in middle school. These guys are taking our middle school group. And then the high school, it's all hands on deck. Jess Johnson, Ethan Canny, Jason Harris, Christine Canny, Heather, uh, Taylor's significant other, uh, Leah Schwabauer, and Josh Barbagello. Those guys, thank you so much for stepping up. We really appreciate all of you. Okay. So, so what's up with our youth? Our youth groups meet weekly for spiritual development, fun, games, and activities, lessons, and discussion. We desire to nurture, equip, and empower our youth to know Christ and follow him. That's what our youth group is all about. Well, how are they doing that? Well, during the school year, they meet Wednesdays from 645 to 830. They meet pretty much every, except for holiday, they kind of follow the school calendar year. They're here. They're meeting in the North 40. They have all sorts of fun and activities and games and, and lots of lessons. They break out into small groups, discipleship, all sorts of stuff going on. We really appreciate what they're doing. They're on summer hiatus, but that doesn't mean they're not doing anything. Okay? So, but let me just mention this here. This is what Taylor says. Taylor says this. If you're a student attending a different youth group, great. We're, we're really happy that you're doing that. Okay, but give us a chance. Come on a Wednesday or come during our summer events. You're invited to check us out and what we're doing, especially join ups for these upcoming summer events. Okay, so here's an event that's happening really, really soon, and we still have space. Come to camp. Come to camp. All right, Taylor, what's the number on how many kids we're taking so far? Sixty-five are signed up, which is by far the biggest 
church in our area going to, to camp. But there's still space. What? Ten spots. Ten spots. Sign up. Okay? Sign up. If you are middle school or high school age, we also have scholarships available. If you want to go to camp, we want you to go to camp. Okay? We want you to go to camp. It's up by Libby. Okay? And we got a sweet bus. Do we have a sweet bus? Okay, we got a sweet bus. Yeah, we got a sweet bus. Get on the bus. Okay? What else? Summer events. So that's in June. That's our June summer event. July, we're, they're doing a day at the lake. And in August, they're doing a summer barbecue. Okay? So connect with Taylor, connect with Tiffany, connect with Amy, and ask them, how can I get involved if you are not already? You can go to mounthelena.org slash youth and get more information about how you can get involved if you are a young person or if you have a young person that you want to get involved. Okay. Now, I haven't done this with anybody else, but I want to I talk about something, uh, someone. And I haven't had anybody come up to the front, but I'm going to do that today. Marv, where are you? Come here, Marv. Come here. You have to come. If you don't, I'm going to make... Come here, Marv. Come here. All right, I'm going back to Marv. Okay, this is Marv Holmquist. Give me a hug, Marv. So, you guys can have a seat. Thank you. You can look at Marv back, or you can look at the screen. Marv's Marv's on both spots. Okay, so why do I want to talk about Marv? Marv Holmquist, but better known as Marv. Okay? Marv is our longest attending, serving member of Mount Helena Community Church. He's the guy that's out there making the coffee for you. He's here, he's here early, and he's here late. He's the guy that's bringing the tomatoes and the peppers in the spring. You walked by them, and you're like, what are those doing out there? They're for you, because Marv loves you. And he's here with the pumpkins and the gourds in the fall. And he stops in every week to say hi to the staff with his dog and brings treats for the staff. I'm getting choked up, Marv. Um, he's incredibly valuable to us. He's the most, one of the most generous people I have ever met. He is the guy that um, meets the needs from a generosity standpoint, missions, special events, individuals. And you're like, oh, awesome. We, we got $500 for this event. We just said it has for a special donation. Like, $500, wow. And you're like, yeah, 400 but it came from one person. And everybody knows who it is. He's incredibly valuable to us. And I just want to thank you, Marv, for doing everything that nobody sees. But we see you. We see you, and now everybody else does too. Thank you, Marv. Appreciate you. Okay, so a couple other things. The, the thing, there we go. Ah, no, ah, come on. Can you go to the next slide? I don't know where it is. It's not working. 
There's no next slide. Okay. Marv's going to stay on the screen. Love it. All right. You are not allowed to clap. Do not clap for this, but I just want to, because we want to thank you. Jaron, Jenny, could you stand up? Tyler and Leslie, could you stand up? Rebecca, where's Jason? Did he leave? He, yes. Okay, I want you to turn around. Uh, Julie, where's, is Julie back in church? There she is. She's back there. We want to thank you. These are our elders. These are our elder couples, and we just wanted to thank you. So, I know this is weird. Can you clap for them? No, 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 not you. They're going to clap for you. Okay. All right, that was weird. And I want to thank everybody. I want to thank everybody we also didn't mention. I don't have enough time to go around for everything that you've done. For those of you who showed up yesterday to clean up, set up chairs, leading small groups, playing in the band, running Meteor Sound, giving to our kids, faith, giving faithfully on a regular basis. You know who you are. I mean, I could just go around. Owen and Becky Voigt, thank you for being you. Jay and Anita. Jay, thank you for being you. I, I'm going to miss people. I'm going to miss people. Aaron and Leah, for your faithfulness over the years. Dale and, Dale and Kareen, also one of our longest uh, serving members. Jess and Joanna Johnson, thank you. I, I'm so incredibly grateful for, for both of you. Anybody with the last name Canny? <laughs> Woo! April Hughes. Oh, April. Thank you for being you, for serving us faithfully when children's and she like cleaned up your trash for I don't know how long after you. She cleans up after you. But our work isn't done here. Okay? Our work isn't done. Now is the time to recharge our batteries by reconnecting with Jesus and each other. We've got to we've got to press on. We don't want to disconnect from each other. We're going to reconnect by getting involved because that's how the Holy Spirit works in our lives, by activating our gifts in this community. So coming up this summer, more events. We're going to have lots of opportunities to reconnect and recharge. Of all the other groups that we've mentioned, with the fruits groups and the men's groups, um, all of our all of our ministry, we have awesome events. We also have a lake day coming up in August. That's an awesome time for, for reconnecting. Come and get involved. Connect with our community. We're not doing nothing. There's lots of stuff going on for you to get involved. Okay, so I have one last assignment, and that's it. And I'm going to hand it over. To, I'm going to hand it over to Jr. Okay, your first assignment is stay today. Stay. Don't run away. There is chicken. Let's build some community. Psalm 133 says how good and pleasant it is when brothers and sisters live together in unity. It's like fine oil on the head, running down the beard, running down Aaron's beard over the color of his robes. What does that mean? If I could translate that in today's language, how good unity is like fried chicken on the fingers, like grease running down Aaron Schwabauer's lips. Nah, probably not. Let's stand and pray together. I'm going to pray. We're going to pray, and then JR is going to speak a little bit. Thank you, God, for this opportunity to reconnect and recharge. Thank you for our volunteers, for your blessings, for your love, for you, Lord, and what you did in Jesus Christ. Amen.